Hey guys, and welcome to the Underground Podcast, episode two, season two. How's everybody doing today? I know for me right now, currently, I am filming from my phone. And the reason to this is because my laptop broke. Well, it's not broken, but it just won't turn on. And I don't know what's going on with it, y'all. Like, literally, I just don't know what is going on with it. But I just know, like, I was like, you know what? I wasn't going to let it beat me up. I wasn't going to let it, you know, get to me because my laptop, my Apple laptop is like six years old. So I'm pretty sure it's like dying out on me and feels like, you know, you probably just need a new one, sis. So, um... Basically, I just kind of was just like, you know what? Okay, if I need to get a new one, it was gonna. I was thinking of all the setbacks that was gonna like prevent, like prevent for me like getting a new laptop and stuff like that. But I was just like, you know what? I truly do need it. It is setting me back from a lot of things that I wanted to post this week, as far as in like my YouTube. And if you don't follow me on YouTube or subscribe to me, please do. I truly do appreciate the support. Um. But I am basically filming, I'm basically doing this voiceover through my phone. So um, if the sound sounds different, it's because I'm on my phone. I truly do apologize. But listen, your girl got an appointment with Apple this weekend. And next week, we're going to be back in the game. I promise you whether I have a new laptop or my laptop decides to start working again, we're going to be back in the game. But we just going to make everything work because the devil tried me to think that I was not going to be incapable of doing anything until my laptop got fixed. But I was like, nope, I'm going to make use of my phone. I have my dad's phone recording me like as I'm talking. So we're just going to make it work. Um... So with this episode, I do not know how it's going to go, but I knew I needed to let it out today. I knew I needed to talk about it today. I don't even have my notes with me. Normally, I would have an organization of my notes with me, and I did, but today, well, today's currently Sunday, and this is going to be posted on Wednesday, Um, but today I felt like I needed to talk about learning and exposure and like I said like God be with me I don't know how this is gonna go but I was thinking about this to myself earlier today and I was like this has to be said on the podcast like I need to be very transparent I need to be very clear and I need to just really talk about exposure because I really feel as though like during this quarantine during this pandemic it has taught a lot of people to really see themselves for who they really are like see themselves if they really like themselves if they really um you know are liking what they liking what they look like or their image and everything else like your true self has come out in this pandemic and there's a lot of people who have fallen into depression anxiety you know um the worst critic the the worst judgment you know insecurities have come um a lot of things of loneliness and it has exposed so much and i want to piggyback on my own quarantine my own quarantine, and this is me learning 
and exposure like exposure and learning go hand in hand with me and that's why I wanted to put this this episode for this podcast by the way for them to be together because it's really they complement each other for me um what I've learned and what has exposed me in this quarantine is the lack of trust that I have in myself my insecurities and also just being so closed off and I realized that I have these characteristics that have held me back from a lot of things that I have really truly felt or truly wanted to do with my life and what I wanted to manifest and what I wanted to like accomplish in my life there's these things that you know I lacked so hard in because I there was there was a lack of trust that I couldn't trust myself to actually be capable of doing something that you know somebody has already trusted me in because of my work ethic or a lack of insecurity where it's just like I don't feel good about myself but I look good but I don't feel good about myself you know because it's so easy to put on cute clothes dress up and your whole mood just change you know but the inside like how do I feel about myself inside like do I feel confident when I walk in the room even if I'm dressing well but my aura my energy and everything else does it compliment me um and that's something that I have been exposed to and also just my financial ways like the way I deal with money um, the list can go on and on and on. And for me, the main things that popped into the main certain things that popped into my head about these things was that, you know, these are the things that have hold have held you back from actually reaching your potential, like reaching your purpose, reaching what you need to do. And to me, it was so crazy because I started also seeing that in a lot of people. I started seeing a lot of people who have been saying this quarantine has really put them through hell and back. Um, It's just been putting them through all kinds of emotions and everything else. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm really not going to lie. But I feel like this is what we all needed in this. We needed this quarantine to actually be still and sit with ourselves and face ourselves in order for us to move forward. It's probably the world stopping us from actually seeing that we no longer need to um we don't no longer need to be able to see ourselves just exteriorly. We need to see ourselves interiorly. Like interior our internal self is where the work that needs to be done, not the external self, not the outside view, not what everybody sees, not what everybody has to keep up with or keeping up with the Joneses and everything else. No, none of that. It's what we have to face with ourselves that's internal. The things that we hate to see, the things that we we suppress the emotions or we forget about it or we just don't want to talk about it or this is just the way I am attitude, you know, like... This season has taught us to learn and sit still, but also we have been exposed to the patterns that we never wanted to look at. But now this quarantine has made us face it and we don't know how to handle it. We don't know how to face it. We don't know what we don't know what to do with it. We just want to fall apart rather than sitting still and actually learning 
like, wow, this is what I've been dealing with. Wow, this is what I've been carrying on for so many years. And let me tell you this, for me, me being exposed to certain things, especially like um, me, what was what was one of them? One of them was like me being closed minded. It's so weird because it's actually when I was thinking about it to myself and I was talking about it to myself because I really have like I really when I'm really in a state of being and I'm in a state of mind, I really have to like talk it out to understand what I'm actually thinking and what I'm actually like acknowledging about myself. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Like I'm I'm not ashamed to say like, listen, I talk to myself because it helps me. It actually helps me to understand like what I'm actually going through or what I'm actually analyzing or putting together or understanding the message because listen if I was if I was to shut my mouth then I would not understand like oh this is what you're actually going through no I'm a person I gotta map it out in my mind I gotta speak it out and then a ding 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 has to go into my head to understand that oh this is what it is so for me what was exposing to me that connected the dots all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way um, until I was maybe in kindergarten. That's where it brought me from, like kindergarten. I've been very close-minded since kindergarten, and I didn't know how bad it started carrying on throughout the years. Like, I didn't know how bad and how it affected other people, and in that moment that it did affect other people, I did not acknowledge that I was being so closed off, that I was being very much so scared to actually express how I feel. So for me, I've always been a person where it's like, you know, do what you're supposed to do and then listen and everything else. Be nice. You know, don't be too mean. Um, just say yes and be kind and everything else. And I always thought when I was younger, I thought that was really so much of a problem. But then it was just me. I just never understood it. I just did it out of the kindness of my heart. But the problem with me was regardless if I had all this kindness and I was nice to people and everything else, my problem was I was being so close-minded to the people that wanted to help me. Um, I had friends... I had a lot of friends when I was younger and I remember I had my kindergarten friends and I think it was like first or second grade-ish, yeah, because she moved like I think first or second. Um, I had one of my best friends and she was in kindergarten. Um, we like, we were just like, eat, like stuck like glue. Like it was like, it was the cutest, it was like a cute thing, like a little cute friendship, right? Um, and I remember a situation where I just stopped talking to her. Like, I literally got annoyed and just stopped talking to her. I wasn't annoyed at her. I was just annoyed. Like, I was just, I just, I just don't want to talk to anybody. I did not give any reason to talk. Why well, I didn't want to talk to her and everything else. I just completely shut down. I completely just closed off everybody. And she would she would ask me like I remember one time you know she was like Najava's not talking to me why is she not talking to me and I just kept on like giving it an attitude like I don't know what she's talking about and when I'm and that was me being young and y'all probably like yo you are young you can 
you know, but that was me being young. But me going back to actually acknowledge that I have carried on this closed minded um, self act for a very long time really kind of put me at a place where I was like, whoa. I've always been like this. Like I've always been the type of person where I keep things to myself and then months later I'm telling my friends. Um my best friend hates it when I literally my best friend literally hates me <laughs> hates it when I don't tell her stuff at that time being. And sometimes I used to be like, uh, I don't know. I just didn't want to talk about it and everything else. But what I was really doing to myself, I was really just suppressing my emotions. In the time being that the time I did tell my friends to the time it happens, I was just suppressing my emotions with other things that was not my business. I was just being... I was just being rebellious about it. I was just like forgetting about it, not paying it no attention, not actually feeling what I'm feeling, not sitting still and everything else. I was just really moving about the situation like every day, just kind of wanting the like situations to just go away. And when it finally, when I stopped thinking about it, I'm like, I forgot about it. So I'm clean. But no, it's not that you're clean. It's a pattern that is still building in you that is going to carry on into another situation or the situation is going to reoccur again and again and again. And (laughs) y'all, I love my best friend. I love her too dearly death because she has taught me how to be a better friend to a lot of my friends that I have right now. I kid you not because... Just piggying back from when I tell y'all, like from that first, second grade little um, friendship I had with my, um, with my like little elementary best friends and stuff like that, and how I used to be so close minded and not talk to them and everything else, to me having like that one friend that I'm so grateful for, like really so grateful for, that exposed my light and not in a mean and malicious way, but exposed me to understand that. You like to tell me stuff later. You don't tell me at the time being. And she probably and she probably will she'll probably be like, yeah, she does do that. But like I you like to tell people stuff later. And honestly, recently I've been actually acknowledging that me keeping a lot of things to myself does not help me. It just makes me feel more alone. It makes me feel more suppressed into my own emotions. It makes me feel like I I don't have anybody. And it and I let that linger on me so much that towards like the these past couple months and moving into a new to a new city and everything else, that's what I started that's what I felt like I was exposed to. Like me getting closer to God is actually him exposing things to me like, listen, you have a problem of being close-minded to people who want to help you or want to just talk to you about your feelings or just want to tell, like, just talk to me, like, just tell me how it is. And I've always had a problem. And that's one of the reasons why I had a problem with going to therapy in the beginning, why I was so close-minded with it. Because I just felt like I could not express how I felt that made it seem like somebody will understand me or make sense out of it. And 
me learning that made me realize, wow, I need to stop this habit of carrying on so much weight that sometimes somebody is just like, I'm here for you. And I've had, I have friends who are there for me. Like I, I have beautiful, soulful, genuine, loving, funny as hell, annoying as hell, but ride or die friends, most likely my college friends, my high school friends, ride or die and everything else. And one thing I, I've learned is like, you know, they, they love and care for me from a deep end. Um, it's nothing that's not real that they don't love me for. And it's my, you know, my godmother has always like instilled that in me, you know, to be the person where it's like, you know, she always makes sure that I'm okay. Like my godmother is the type of person where she knows me, like she knows to know that she reads between the lines and actually is the first person who actually that's really weird because I'm just now thinking about it she's the first person that actually started seeing that I don't open up as much and I was at a young age when she started realizing that you need to start opening up and shedding your light you need to start opening up and speaking up your mind she started instilling that into me at a very young age and of course, me being rebellious, I didn't listen, but <laughs> it tags along a long way where I'm learning that she was, she, her, then my best friend were the two people that actually started exposing my own self-identity, my own self-problem that I wasn't ready to sit for, that I wasn't ready to stand, that I wasn't ready to kind of like deal with why I'm being so close-minded. Why do I have to feel like, why can't you just express how you feel? Why can't you just tell the person like this, that, and the third? Like, why can't you just, just speak your mind? And I've always been held back and felt so afraid of how to express that to people express that to the emotions of everything else and learning that in this season in this pandemic has taught me that this is something that I know I no longer want to to deal with like this is something that I know I have to sit with the emotions because trust me I did and it made me cry. It it made me cry so much because it made me put me in a vulnerable place where it's like I have all these people that love me and I just feel like I don't do right by them. But then it reassured me that it's not you doing right by them. It's you properly healing in a way where you're able to tell people how you feel regardless of how the reaction is going to be in return regardless of how people are going to treat you after you tell them okay for me I'm a person where it's like I'm a good communicator I I'm a person where it's like even in a work environment and arguing with friends and stuff like that I used to not be a good communicator but now I'm a person where it's like I can communicate with you at a level of at a level where it's like I'm not going to reach your level I'm not going to reach it at all. 
I'm going to reach a level where I know that I can get through you. And if you can't understand it, that's on me. That That's on you. Like, I'm a, I'm a person, like, in situations, I need to, like, there needs to be a mature conversation. There don't need to be a hate-on-hate hate type of situation. Like, if there's a problem in a relationship, I need it to be, like, I, well, not need it. But I want it to be more so, like, we're basically telling each other how we feel rather than us like hindering it with the problem that is really right in front of us like okay what's behind this problem what's like causing this problem are you able to admit that am I able to admit that to you so I've been learning like to take responsibility of my own actions when it comes to a problem. Like if I know I did something wrong, I'm going to admit that. If you had to ask me 10, 5 years ago, would I have done that? Hell no. I would not have done that because my pride would have been so far up my butt. I would have been like, no, like why I got to say no for and everything else. Like I was that person where it's like, no, like we just going to keep it going. And then when we talk, we talk. But now I'm just like, no. Like if me and my best friend are like arguing, which that barely happens, we just have disagreements. Um, literally, I'm the type of person where it's just like we're gonna sit here and talk it out. Like, what's the problem? Like, we just gonna we gonna talk. Like me and her are the type of people where like you thought you're going somewhere because you not. Like literally, that's not happening. Or me and my cousins, it's just like nowadays, it's just like no, where are you going? Like we're gonna sit here and talk about it because. You know, it doesn't need to be, we can give each other distance, but it doesn't mean, need to be a longer distance where it's just more so causing so much more friction than what it is. There's different ways to communicate to have a healthier relationship towards people. I remember I recently just had an encounter met with one of my other best friends and literally every, I, I just knew deep down my heart that me and her were going to be friends again. I just knew it. I just didn't have the energy. I didn't know how to like talk to her about that. I didn't know how to reach out because, you know, me and her, we have two different personalities, but we we love each other to death. But we just have two different personalities where we handle situations differently. So for me, I can handle it. I can handle it going to the to the left and she can handle it going to the right or going straight. So I didn't know how to say that. So for me, it was more so like when I started, you know, I knew it wasn't bad blood because she reached out happy birthday and I reached out happy birthday. And then we started reaching out back again. And then when we finally had a conversation and actually talked about it and, you know, for me, I'm the type of person where it's like now I'm I'm going to tell you I'm sorry if I did something wrong. I'm not going to hold it back. I'm not going to say, oh, this, that, and third, it is what it is. No, like if I said something, I hurt you. If I say something wrong, if I if I made you feel some type of way, like, I'm sorry. Like, that's my, that's the way I, I'm not afraid to apologize in a friendship or in my future relationships or anything like that. I'm not going to let pride get the best out of me. And I think that's what this generation has a problem with is letting pride get the best out of them and not being exposed that list, like being exposed to how they are from a person's view. Like we get scared from how a person actually views us that we're being so guarded that we're not able to actually like say, 
oh, hey, I'm sorry. This is the way I hurt you. But I said, like, it is what it is and everything else. I don't feel like that's healthy anymore. I feel like we're just so caught up in, you know, how to be treated than how we actually need to be able to converse with one another, how to actually have healthier conversations. And it's very rare here. Like, it's very rare in this generation, in this millennial world because we're so opinionated we just want to be right all the time we want to be right we want them to feel wrong we want them to say sorry um they need to feel bad they need to beg me at my feet and everything else they need to come and say you know buy me all these things and everything else but I'm just like okay but although it's going to make you feel good in the moment or it's going to make you feel like whatever because some people make it feel like oh yeah they're doing all this but it's whatever but i'm like if you wanted them to do that and they're actually doing it and it doesn't still make you feel good don't you think there's a deeper problem than what it is don't you think there's a deeper problem on your end it's just like okay maybe there's something also wrong with me that i need to realize and face that you know it's not only them it's also me like what led them to do that or what led them to actually feel that way and don't get me wrong some people they have their own mischievous malicious ways and everything else but you know this is the exposure that we as people don't like to see it we don't like to see it because we don't want to face it. We don't want to deal with it. And then years later, we start dealing with it. Like when we're 40, when we're 50, and we're telling our kids and our grandkids and everybody else, like, go live your life. You know, go, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't waste your time with that boy. Don't go out with that girl. She just a waste of your time, you know, like, because we've been through those experiences and we and we're basically transferring the energy and the negativity upon them from the guilt that we have been sitting in for a very long time that we have not faced. And that's why you see people later on start loving themselves more start doing all the things that they wish they could have done when they were younger because why because we have suppressed it for so long that when we finally see ourselves in the mirror we feel like it's too late we feel like it's nothing left of us to do we're too old we are not capable but i am here to tell somebody i am here to tell somebody because i am 22 okay and i feel like sometimes i feel like you know i'm not I'm not in a way, I'm not in a, in a mind state where I need to, to feel accepted by somebody else because I already am accepted by my father up in heaven. Okay. My God has already planted this seed in me because he planted this seed in me this morning when I was thinking about exposure and I was thinking about myself. I'm like, yo, God has been exposing me to a lot of things. Okay, but I'm here to tell somebody that it's never too late. It's never too late to actually step out and actually start sitting still in what you feel as though it's so hard. It's 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 so like like devastating everything else. Deconstruct to construct is a long process. Instant gratification is just going to lead to deconstruction. Okay? Like you have to be able to you have to be able to construct yourself to understand that this that I'm facing, this that I'm sitting in, this this problem or these things or these insecurities, these trust issues, these 
these back-to-back -back men that I've been dealing with and everything else, all of this is going to be hard to face in the mirror. All of this is going to be going to make me cry. It's going to make me feel alone. It's going to make me feel like I got to delete. I got to sacrifice. I got to put things to the side. But in the long run, because there's always light in the tunnel, like I cannot tell you this enough. There's always light in the tunnel because I'm still going through this tunnel and my tunnel is long as hell. Okay. My tunnel is long as hell, but at the end of this road, you see so much growth. You see a beautiful garden, okay? The garden is just growing full of seeds. You watering it and everything else. Because when you look back at your past, you're able to know that I am growing from that. I've released and let go of a lot of things. I'm not suppressing or forgetting. I'm forgiving. I'm healing. I'm growing. I'm seeing new things. I'm loving better. I'm seeing healthier relationships. I'm talking better. Even even though sometimes I may talk like I'm from the hood sometimes I'm talking better you know there's I'm gonna have setbacks I'm imperfect so it's it's just those things where you just gotta you gotta see long term and in long term you're gonna be you're gonna it's like delay gratification like you're not gonna be accepted in the in the beginning you're not gonna feel like peachy every single day no sometimes you're gonna feel like hell okay you're gonna feel like hell sometimes sometimes you're just gonna be feeling like i don't know how to get through this and everything else that's why it's so important on how you you organize your day what do you listen to what do you gravitate on what do you read who do you surround yourself by and everything else all of this deals with the learning process and exposure you have of self because who you are and wh where you are in life is who you surround yourself by. It's your environment. It's what you listen to. It's what you surround yourself by. So it's so important to know that there's more to life. There's, there's more to life than that surpassed your circumstances. Like I told y'all, like, I don't know how this podcast was going to go. It might have been everywhere. But this is what exposure has brought me into learning about myself during quarantine. This is what has brought me into learning in this new season where in my last episode where I said there's a lot of lost souls in this world right now. Excuse me. Lost souls where they don't know what they want to do. Why? It's because we're stuck in this we're stuck in the house 24/7. All we do is go to work and go home. And that was me and I I was like I got sick of it. Okay? Let me tell you. I got sick of it. Okay? When the gym finally opened up, I was like, "Okay, that's great." You know, I got sick of it, but my whole coping mechanism was working out a lot. But even with working now, it brought even more in depth in me. It's like, "Okay, Java, you're doing all of this, but what are you eating?" What are you feeding yourself with? Are you writing affirmations down? Are you feeling good about yourself? Do you give yourself time to God? Do you meditate? Like, what is that self that you give yourself to? Because trust me, when you start realizing and taking care of your soul and yourself, let me tell you something, okay? I can, t I can do so much self-care and soul care in, in my whole entire being, but I'm also learning that I have to be exposed to my problems, like the problems and issues that I've been dealing with for a long time. Because let me tell you, there are a lot of humans, especially my age, 
who are in my body, who are 22 years old, but are in a 14-year-old mindset, a 10-year-old mindset, a 9-year-old mindset. And I'm not speaking about males. I'm speaking about women too. Like literally, I've met 30, 29, 28-year-olds 28 who like I literally can have a conversation with and I literally feel like I'm back in high school and I and I'm talking to somebody like they they don't have no common sense they have you can you can just see the lack of insecurities the lack of trust issues and everything else you just see that energy burst out and I'm just like what the hell I'd be like yo and I'd be shook because I I see that like I really you can tell by the way a person talks, the way the person moves, the way the person feels about themselves, like how they feel. You're just like, what the hell? Like, I'm like, huh? I get so confused because I'm just like, how does this, how does this work? Like, how does this maneuver? How does this help? And this is why I love talking about this. I love helping people to actually have a ding, ding, ding moment where it's like, oh, shit. Like, I really got to start handling this problem. Like, I really got to deal with this problem. Because for me, the reason why I started working on myself, the reason why I, I, I talk it out, why I started this podcast, why I started you know, spreading positivity and giving positivity because I don't project it. Everything that I put out, let me tell you, baby, <laughs> let me tell you, okay? It comes from a good heart, a good place where I've either had to meditate on it to actually feel it, to go through it, or I'm actually feeling like, yep, that's the type of spirit and energy that I need in my life. That's the type of that's the type of like path that I want to take because I am setting myself up. I am growing. I want to have healthier and growing conversations with my kids and I want to have a healthier relationship. I don't want to just have anybody. I don't want to just go back to back relationships with anybody because I've learned like for me, like even in this quarantine being alone, I've learned how to really solely take care of my own being and my own heart. My heart is very like kind and fragile and it needs to be taken care of well so my heart can't just be for everybody and i learned that i've given my heart out to so many so many knuckleheads okay so many knuckleheads and now i'm in the process of forgiving them and i'm, and I'm gonna get into an episode where you know how i started forgiving people who probably don't acknowledge that I've forgiven them who probably don't even know that I've forgiven them but I had to because I want to grow better I want to be able to know that I'm forgiven because I don't want to hold any grudges I used to tell myself I don't hold grudges but what I what I used to do was I don't hold grudges I just forget about them but then the the, the same situation comes right back and I'm just like, dang, why is this happening again? Why why is this happening? I don't go to the root of it. I literally keep on saying, like, why does this keep happening? But I don't see it as a pattern that started from the base root. And that's the thing about us. We may push things off. There's a lot of people that push things off and just say, forget about it. I'm good. You good. Like, we always going to be good and everything else. But what you're doing is suppressing your emotions and you're not expressing how you feel. You're not you're not building 
a healthier foundation for you and that person. All you're doing is just suppressing the emotions and building the pride up. And it's selfish. You know, it's selfish sometimes. And, you know, for, for me, I, I pray to God. Like, I really, truly did pray to God. And I told him, I was like, you know, for as long as it may take, I'm going to continue to work on myself until I'm properly able to have healthy dating experiences. And so I'm actually healthy to have, you know, to actually be with somebody. And I'm not saying that I'm going to have it all together when this person comes. No, but it's more so that I'm not just focused on just dating somebody. I'm focused on myself. I'm focused on how I'm treating and loving and pouring into myself that even if I pour pour into that person, and they leave and everything else, that's all good, baby, because they were just an addition to my love. My whole love comes from my own self. I already built this love inside of me. I put all of this, like God and I worked so hard to put all of this in me that it's just like, even if a person leaves, I just have to keep on trusting that, you know, that's not my mate and I got to keep pushing and I got to keep going and I got to keep loving myself, got to keep pouring in myself and everything else that I don't need somebody to give me that love to love myself because I already love myself for who I am. So building that and let me tell you, like all of this goes into sitting in that funk sitting in that in that misery of damn I'm going through this or I'm going through this anxiety and everything else let me tell you about anxiety I started facing I started realizing I had anxiety maybe my junior year junior sophomore year ish and I didn't let <laughs> I was exposed to it, but I didn't know how to sit through it. So I kept on forgetting it and I kept on pushing it to the side. So as I kept on going and it started getting worse and worse and worse, I was like, oh no. Like I I was like, why does this keep happening? Why does this keep on like going? And when I moved... I remember I had a breakdown like I was going to work and I had a breakdown in the parking lot just a sincere breakdown about everything that I felt like was going left and I was crying out and everything else and I got myself together and I just went about my day from that point onwards I started realizing like I don't want this to overtake me and I will not allow this to overtake me I had to get to the root of everything that I have felt that led me up to this point I had to get the into the root of acknowledging where this was stemming from and how I can not suppress it but actually express it and actually talk about it and actually say something about it rather than keeping it in so for me what I started doing was I started praying more and I started meditating I started working out even harder but also I started expressing myself where it was just like 
I remember one time I had a conversation with my friend and I didn't know what I was going through, but I was just like expressing to her everything that I felt. And I remember she was just like, you have to learn how to trust yourself. Because I can sense from the conversation we're having, you don't know how to trust yourself. And to me, I wanted to get real defensive, y'all. I really wanted to get real defensive. Like, why would you think that and everything else? But that light and that exposure helped me to understand that my anxiety and everything else that tied into everything led into me not trusting myself. It led into me not being able to know that God is so good, that God is still, God is right next to me holding my hand. God is in my spirit. God is there for me. And I need to allow that. I need to, as much as I would say, I trust God. Have y'all ever surrendered? <laughs> like, have y'all ever just was like throwing the time, like, I'm gonna let you have it. Like some certain things where you're just not gonna say nothing. You're just gonna be like, I'm gonna just let God let God and let let it be done. And I had a hard time doing that. I had a hard time because like my anxiety tied into my trust issues, my insecurities, my lack of control and how I can control things, me thinking I could do anything, my procrastination. It tied into a lot of things that I basically accepted and allowed it. Because one, I was being very close-minded. I was being a yes man to everybody. But also two, I didn't know how to express that. I didn't know how to say that. So I I let something increase in me so much that it broke me down at in a parking lot crying. Like crying. People won't probably see me because I was crying in the corner. I wasn't trying to be embarrassed. Don't play me. I wasn't about to get embarrassed. I was right in a little corner. And it was at a little chapel too. That was really weird too. It was really at a chapel. And like crying because I have built so much from being so close-minded and being less expressive. And when my friend said that, I wanted to be so defensive. But then it brought me into a place where it was just like, you know, let me look into that more deeply. And once I did, I started realizing that, you know, anytime I wanted to put out something or I was scared to put out like my fitness content and everything else, I, the, the, the insecurity and the trust and the validation that came out of me came out really strong, but I had to learn how to kneel that. And I was like, you know what, if I look good, I'm going to post it. Like, if I look like I'm teaching somebody where I'm like, we still struggling with belly fat, but we're going to get this workout in, I'm going to trust it. You know, if I feel like I'm I'm having a conversation with somebody and I'm pouring into them my own advice that I feel that from what they're telling me that I can pour into, I'm going to trust it. Because you know why? They trust me to sit down there and talk to me. If people are watching my things or starting to watch me and starting to watch what I eat and asking for advice and stuff like that, they trust me. So therefore, I got to trust myself to know that the knowledge that I'm giving them, the knowledge that I am I'm birthing into myself, I'm able to actually put it out there. And y'all, I was so nervous of being wrong, but I'm just like, sometimes you're going to be wrong. You're going to be wrong. Okay. And trust 
in in anything in life sometimes you're not going to have have the right things to say you're not going to be able to be perfect and have the perfect like instagram polish follow and everything you're not going to be perfect all the time sometimes you're going to look a hot mess but it's okay it is okay sometimes to look a hot mess it's okay sometimes to look imperfect you don't have to you don't have to fit yourself into a box where everybody else is is in there just looking at each other perfecting themselves in the mirror and everything else no take that mirror off and start looking at yourself naked like start looking at yourself in a way where you can be like damn i have all these problems cry it out pour it out if you gotta go to the gym and run it out run it out if you gotta call a friend that you trust that can pour back into you call them and this is not me expressing it to anybody it, this is also me expressing this to myself because when we sit and expose ourselves in the mirror sometimes we don't know how to handle that we don't know how to deal with that we just be like yo this is all i'm dealing with nah bro let me just go ahead with it like go ahead like i'm gonna just go ahead and just kind of um what am i gonna do i'm gonna find different coping measures mechanism so that i can suppress it that i don't have to look at it that i don't have to like see myself that i'm gonna have to have somebody else come into my life and mask out all the problems but when we get into an argument that's when it comes to light and i don't even know how to handle it so i gotta put my defense guard up and then i gotta be like yo i don't know what you're talking about and everything else trust me it happens like that it happens like that in every single in most majority of unhealthy relationships we put ourselves in relationships where we've been masking ourselves with all our insecurities and problems so that when an argument comes up and now we gotta take that blindfold off oh hell nah oh hell nah i know this i know he didn't and everything else comes along with it and everything else and we don't know how to have healthy conversations because you know why that person just exposed us. That person just hit a pinpoint that we don't even know how to handle it because we haven't faced it ourselves. And <laughs> for me, it was just it's it's so crazy to think about it because during this quarantine, I didn't want to face it, but I did. And how I'm dealing with it right now, I have to pray to God about it. I pray to God about it. Am I still trying to learn how to open up to people? It's taking a toll. I'm still getting there. <laughs> I'm not I'm not perfect, but I'm still getting there. But I'm learning that that is the most healthiest way ever. You know, getting a therapist. I'm still in the process of that. And honestly, not letting a lot of things get to me. Not letting a lot of things get to me. And forgiving forgiving a lot of people forgiving them for where they are and who they are right now um understanding the meaning of who i am and not letting anybody else define me and y'all i'm 22 and i'm learning how to grow in a healthier mindset in a healthier way because i'm trying to set the foundation 
for myself so that I can have healthier, I can see a healthier family. I can see my family being more healthier. I can see my kids being able to come and talk to me and actually acknowledge the problem. You know, like better situations, healthier situations. The reason why I'm doing this is because I, I want to see better and I see better. When I sit back, the reason why I, one of the things why I went to therapy is because I really envisioned of the woman that I am, but that I can become only if I put the work in, like it has to be work because if it's not work, you just going to be forever being the same position that you are in right now. So it had to be a lot of work and emphasis for it to grow and happen. And I'm going to get into an episode about my experience with going to therapy and actually finding a therapist and everything else. Um, But it was so amazing experience to know that a lot of things that I was exposed to, the patterns and everything else, actually helped me to grow and wanted to become better, wanted to set my 20s up to being not more so of what the society and everybody else thinks about how we should grow, but also what like, you know, what I feel could grow, what I need to grow, what I need to actually deal with, what I need to face with and how I want to grow and not being feeling the need to be validated from a from a site or being validated from people or wanting to fit in just to fit in a crowd or anything like that. No, like you're going you're going to accept me as real as I get and as real as I come. Like I'm going to be imperfect. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not going to understand some of the things that you say or anything like that, but tell me. And if you can't tell me then I'm never going to know. But I'm I'm the type of person where it's like I like to conversate and communicate in a better way where it's like if I don't understand can you teach me can you tell me about it can you tell me more those are healthier ways I don't got time for you to say well you like I don't know what to tell you or anything like that I don't I don't like those type of conversations I like those kind of conversations where we can turn like I think there was a post saying like where we can turn um arguments into like more so suggestions and communication and everything else that's the type of conversations that I like to have. And it goes for anybody that I ever associate myself with. It's not only just, just male figures. It's just for any anybody that I have association with. I'm growing into being a better woman because I want to better for myself. And I want better for my future. I want better for my surroundings and my friendships and everything else. So anytime I pour into other people, it's not coming from a heart. It's not coming from a place of knowing it all and everything else. I may sound like I don't know it. I may sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. But hey, like if you fess it up to me, you tell me how it is and I tell you how it is, then that's okay. I'm I'm still growing. I'm still learning. Part of my exposure is still not yet done. Like I'm still learning. I'm still going to be able to have more things that I, I need to face that I'm wrong about. But that's life. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with knowing that, you know, I used to not be okay with being exposed and feeling like a humiliated and embarrassed. But now I'm just like, nah, it's cool. Let's see what more is coming. Because sometimes the devil tries to break you down and make you feel like 
you know, your exposure is something that is setting you back. That's something that's making you feel like less of a person or a failure when really that's helping you grow. That's helping you see light. That's helping you actually see like, damn, that's really a problem. Let me let me let me figure out how I can do this. Let me figure out who I need to talk to. Let me let me actually call this person and actually apologize. A lot of us won't do that. A lot of us won't sit there and admit our wrongs. A lot of us will pride ourselves into it. Years later, there's people to me that haven't that have done me wrong, that have done me shady for however reason and everything else and still haven't apologized. And it's been years later. But for me, I knew I had to forgive them. For me, I knew that I can't just sit there and think that, you know, the world like the world is going to navigate and just bring them to me and say, oh, I'm sorry for everything else. Why? Because there's there's two different people in, in, in a situation where somebody's able to handle it more maturely than the other person. And they're not ready to face that. They're not ready to to acknowledge that at all. So it's just like I'm ready for any more exposure. I'm ready for the more gross and like I said, this, this is probably like, this, <laughs> this episode is probably like very long. I know it's like, we're like 52 minutes in, but if you stay this long to listen to it, you are real OG for it. And I just really wanted to express this in a more transparent, raw, no note taken, no nothing. Just me coming up here and telling you like how it is and how I feel because for so long, I've felt like, you know, me coming here organized and and having everything together and also just not exposing the things that I needed to be exposed. This quarantine has taught me that you need to come raw and transparent as possible, especially to the house of the Lord, especially when you are dealing with stuff because you got to grow. You grow from that. You grow from the, that, that rawness. You grow from that that dirt that that things that that kind of hinder you it's not you but it helps you to become the best version of you it helps you to know that i'm learning from this situation rather than hindering myself rather than suppressing rather than you know just kind of putting it and priding myself out of it i'm actually being vulnerable i'm crying it out i'm actually being still and I'm learning to be still, which is the hardest thing ever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold y'all no cap. It's hard being lonely sometimes. But I I knew God needed me in the season to be more alone with myself, with my inner thoughts and everything else, because he knew that I needed to be exposed to a lot of things that I did not want to face. And that when he showed it to me, he showed up. <laughs> He showed up. <laughs> he showed up and he just he just went in. And I didn't know how to handle it, but one thing I did know is like I had to fess up. And I had to not I had to let my guard down and truly understand that this is helping me. This is helping me maneuver. This is helping me grow. And I had to trust God more than me just saying it, but actually doing it. Like knowing that when situations come, that sometimes I may just have to shut up and just trust him. I may just have to really just sit back and, 
you know, not let the 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 situation get to me and just be like, you know what, I'm gonna just you know, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you do it, God. I'm gonna let you handle it. And let me tell you, he shows out. He shows out. He's a show off, okay? He showed out, okay? And it's just been the biggest blessing of my growth going so far, knowing that, you know, the, him helping me has helped me to come right now into this episode and actually explain the goodness that he has impacted into my life and also to share that there's light underneath the tunnel. You just have to be able to know that wherever you are in life, you're going to get through it. You're actually not going to get through it. You're going to grow through this because you're still walking. You're still waking up in the morning. You're still seeing the light. You're still being able to have a job or a car or your parents right beside you or um, seeing your loved ones and everybody else there's still light underneath the tunnel. It's a growing journey. You choose on how you want to grow. You choose on how you want to maneuver through this through this life. Either you want to pride yourself into it or you want to actually heal yourself through it. You want to face the things that can help you actually grow in a more healthy aspect. The things that you want are so possible, but there's going to be some sacrifices and things that you're going to have to make in order for you to get there. So y'all whatever you guys are facing right now just know like just sit still but also knowing that there's light underneath there being grateful in this moment just changing the perspective changing the perspective of whatever it is that you're going through no matter how bad it may look i'm telling you i went through some hell hellish stuff okay i was about to say the other word but you know <laughs> i had to kind of come back to my sense of what I'm talking who I'm talking to and I realized like you know it's just stuff that I just needed to trust God with and things that I just needed to be able to actually deal with it I had to really like if I was the problem I had to talk about it I had to be able to sit down and acknowledge it and actually say sorry if I needed to say sorry or actually go back and be like hey I didn't mean to say it like that or you know, what can I do? Or I had to go back and speak up for myself if I didn't speak up for myself. Because it's not all the, all the time that's me. It's sometimes where it's like, why did you shut your mouth? Go back and say it. Go back and do it. And it comes from a place of knowing that I cannot continue to hinder myself and my growth. So therefore, I need to come out and speak out. So y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed this um, podcast as much as I did. This is just raw and uncut. Um, but yeah, I just hope this helps somebody out there that needed to hear this because y'all, we're going to get through this quarantine. 2021 is coming up, but you know, we still got a lot of work to do in 2020. It's still not over. The world is still not over. So still stay strong, keep your head up and just live your life. Live in truth. It's, I promise you it's the best thing. And I'll see you guys in my next episode. Bye.